Canto 3, Chapter 8 Manifestation of Brahma from Garbhodakashayi Vishnu Sri Maitreya said The descendants of King Puru deserve the respect of the sages because their kings are chiefly devoted to the Supreme Personality and with you, who are also born in this chain of devotional activity in respect of the Invincible One, there is step by step, with every question you ask, constantly new light shared on this subject matter. Let me therefore now discuss this Bhagavatam, this Vedic supplement that originally by the Supreme Lord in person was spoken to the seers for the mitigation of the great distress of the human beings who experience so little happiness. The son of Brahma, Sanat Kumara, as the leader of the great sages, questioned, just like you, Lord Sankarsana, about the truth concerning the original personality who, always clear in his knowledge, resides at the basis of the universe. He, in that position, with him whom one in great esteem calls Vasudeva, had turned his vision inwards, but, to encourage the highly learned sages, he slightly opened his lotus-like eyes. With the hairs on their heads, wet from the water of the Ganges, they touched the shelter of his lotus feet, that is worshipped by the daughters of the Serpent King, with great devotion and with various paraphernalia, in the desire for a good husband. Known with his pastimes, they, with words and with great affection in rhythmic accord, repeatedly glorified the activities, while from the thousands of raised hoods the glowing effulgence emanated of the valuable stones upon their thousands of helmets. Ovidura, one says that he then discussed the purport of the Bhagavatam with Sanat Kumara, who had taken the yoga vow of renunciation and, as was requested, passed it on to Sankhyayana, who had also taken the vow. When the great sage Sankhyayana, as the chief of the transcendentalists, reciting this Bhagavatam, thereafter expounded on it, both the spiritual master Parashara, whom I followed, and Brihaspati were present. Urged on by sage Pulastya, he, Parashara, kind-heartedly told me this finest one of the Puranas that I, in my turn, will relate to you, my dear son, for you are an ever-faithful follower. At the time the three worlds were submerged in the waters, he, Garbhodakashayi Vishnu, was lying down there alone, inactively, with almost closed eyes, upon the snake-bed Ananta, desiring nothing more than the satisfaction of his internal potency. The way the power of fire is hidden in wood, he resided there in his place in the water, keeping all living beings in their subtlety within his transcendental body from where he gives life in the form of time. For the duration of thousand times four yugas, he with his internal potency lay dormant for the sake of the further development, by means of his force called Kala, of the worlds of the living beings who depend on fruitive activities. That role gave his body a bluish look, in accordance with the purpose of his internal attention for the subtle subject matter of creation, there was, in due course of time, because of the material activity of the basic qualities of nature, 
the agitation of the subtle elements, the entities, that then most subtly broke forth from his abdomen, from the eater. With the time that roused the karma to activity, soon, from the original self of Vishnu, with that agitation, a lotus bud appeared that, just like a sun, illumined the vast waters with its effulgence. That lotus flower of actually the universe was entered by Vishnu as the reservoir of all qualities from which he, in the beginning, generated the personality of Vedic wisdom, the controller of the universe, Brahma, who, so one says, was born from himself. Brahma, in that water situated on the whirl of the lotus, could not discern the world and, spying all around in the four directions, he thus received his four heads. Brahma seated upon and sheltered by the lotus flower that, because of the stormy sky at the end of the yuga, had appeared from the restless waters, could in his bewilderment not fathom the mystery of creation, nor understand that he was the first demigod. Who am I seated on top of this lotus? Wherefrom has it originated? There must be something in the water below. Being present here implies the existence of that from which it sprouted. This way contemplating the stem of the lotus, he by following that channel in the water towards the navel of Vishnu, despite his entering there and extensively thinking about its origin, could not understand the foundation. Groping in the dark, O Vidura, with his contemplating this way, it thus came to pass that the enormity of the three-dimensional reality of time was generated, that, as a weapon, a chakra inspires fear in the embodied, unborn soul by limiting his span of life to a hundred years. When he failed to achieve the object of his desire, the Godhead gave up the endeavor and seated himself upon the lotus again to control with confidence, step by step, his breath, withdraw his mind and unify his consciousness in meditation. Thus, practicing yoga for the duration of his life, the unborn one in due course of time developed the understanding and saw how in his heart, out of its own, that manifested what he could not see before. On the bed of the completely white, gigantic Sheshanaga snake lotus flower, the original person was lying all alone under the umbrella of the serpenthood that was bedecked with head jewels by the glow of which the darkness in the water of devastation was dissipated. The view of his hands, legs, jewels, flower garland and dress derided the panorama of the green coral of the evening splendor of the sun over the great golden mountain summits with their waterfalls and herbs, flowers and trees. The totality of the three worlds in all its variety was, with the length and width of the measurement of his transcendental presence, covered by the beauty of the divine radiance of the ornaments that dressed his body. According to the desire of the human being who, in worship of the lotus feet that reward each desire, follows the path of devotional service, he in his causeless mercy, with the moon-like radiance of his toe and fingernails, showed the most beautiful flower-like division. With his smiling face adorned with the beauty of his earrings, 
with the view of the light reflected by his lips and with the reaction of his pleasing nose and eyebrows he dispelled the distress of the world. Dear Vidura, his waist was well decorated with a belt and with cloth with the saffron color of kadamba flowers. There was a priceless necklace and on his chest there was the attractive Srivatsa mark. The way trees in the world have their separate existence, and with that thousands of branches spread their high value of flowers and fruits as if they are ornamented with precious jewels, so too the Lord, the ruler of Ananta, Garbhodakashai Vishnu, is ornamented with the hoods above his shoulders. The Supreme Lord, just like a mountain, is the abode for all living beings mobile and immobile. As the friend of Anantadeva, he, like a mountain, is submerged in the water, and with his thousands of golden helmets and jewels, and with his Kaustuba jewel, he manifests himself like a mountain range of gold in the ocean. With around his neck, the flower garland of his personal glories in the form of the sweet, beautiful sounds of Vedic wisdom, the Lord of the Sun, the Moon, the Air and Fire, was most difficult to approach for all the three worlds, so did Brahma discover, because he was surrounded by his personal weapons like his chakra. Thus it happened that the Godhead of the universe, the creator of destiny, could behold his navel, the lake, the lotus flower, the waters of destruction, the air with its winds and the sky, but could not glance beyond the created reality of the cosmic manifestation. With the reach of that vision, he, as the seed of all worldly activities, thus was invigorated by the mode of passion. Therefore, he, in consideration of the living beings eagerly procreating, prayed to him for the allowance to create, on the transcendental path of the steadfast soul, in service of the worshipable one.
Krishna.